we're going through the Malachot of Tosefet Shabbat. I'm now going to summarize and tie together with a little bow all of the opinions, okay? Right. So he says like this. This is actually, by the way, just to be clear, this is in the end of Tzorba. This is not me coming. I have to give credit where credit is due. If you'll see at the end of each piece, he puts a beautiful point-by-point summary of the entire thing so that you have absolute clarity with the, with the halacha. So the mitzvah of Tosefet Shabbat, again, what's the introduction to this? Is a lot of people think that the 18 minutes is a siyag, like Billy said, that maybe it's like, oh, 18 minutes to be careful so that you don't break Shabbos. The 18 minutes is because of the mitzvah of Tosefet Shabbat. So a lot of people have this very confused. So if somebody lights, for example, now of course, in general, once we make a custom, and this is the general way that we do it, you want to light at the beginning of the 18 minutes. But if somebody lights 10 minutes into the 18 minutes, as you're going to see from the opinions, you're totally fine because you still added eight minutes to Shabbos. It's not like you lit. People get very nervous and stressed. They think they lit in the Shabbos time. It can get very stressful. It's not I, the case. I, I what? Even one minute. Even one minute, exactly. So what's the mitzvah of the Seven Shabbat? What's the source of this mitzvah? Is Mesechtas Rosh Hashanah, Daftesa Medalef. What does it say? It is a mitzvah to add from the mundane onto the sacred on Shabbos and Yom Tif, which is derived, where it's the source for this, is from the Pesukim about Yom Kippur. Now the Rif and the Shulchan Aruch come along and they say that the mitzvah of Tosefet Shabbos is midaraisa, it's biblically mandated, on both Shabbos and Yom Tif. The Rambam comes along and he says that the mitzvah of Tosefet, according to the Magad Mishnah, okay, he says the mitzvah of Tosefet applies only on Yom Kippur and no mitzvah exists for Shabbos and Yom Tif. The Allah does not follow the opinion of the Gemara that says that it, the Tosefet applies to Shabbos and Yom Tif. The Bir Halacha says the mitzvah applies in Shabbos and Yom Tif according to Midir Abbanam, on a rabbinic level. Okay? So, the Bir Halacha. So basically what it comes out of this is that you have three opinions. You have the Rif Shulchan Aruch is one opinion. You have the Magad Mishnah and you have the Bir Halacha. The first opinion says the mitzvah of Tosefet is Midir Aisa. The second opinion says there's no mitzvah of Tosefet at all on Shabbos. It doesn't exist. The third opinion says it's Midir Abbanam. Those are the only three opinions that you could have. So with those three opinions, what comes out of it is we say that we do do Tosefet. We're not 100% sure. It depends who you go by. What's the exact source for it? But the mitzvah of Tosefet Shabbos is something every Jew does. That's what the 18 minutes is. And that's why, like we were saying, and he mentions over here, is that if you go to the holy cities in Israel, they have more Tosefet based on how holy the city is. If you go to Tzfat, what? Yerushalayim is 40 minutes. Tzfat is 30 minutes. It's not because they're more machmer not to break Shabbos, because they're adding on to the mitzvah of adding on to Shabbos. So what is the idea of Tosefet Shabbos? And over here, the, what he's trying to answer with this question is a very simple question. In the time that you add on to Shabbos, let's say, for example, what's he trying to answer here? Let's say, for example, Shabbos starts now at 4.30, right? It's, it's very early, so it's a little bizarre. But let's say Shabbos starts 4.30, okay? Now, what if Plaga Mincha is 3 p.m.? So I decide, you know what, maybe I have little kids, maybe I'm just tired, and I want to make Kiddush early, and I want to eat my meal early. I'll bring in Shabbos at 3 p.m., and we'll have our meal at 3.30 p.m. So the problem that he wants to answer here is now, is Tosefet Shabbos actually Shabbos? That's the problem. The question is, is Tosefet Shabbos actually the time of Shabbos, or only once it becomes dark, then is it Shabbos? So what does he go? He brings Pesachim, Rashi on Pesachim, and he says that when it comes to Erev Pesach, one should not eat close to dark so that he will be able to eat matzah with an appetite. Comes the Tosvot over there and he says, what does close to dark mean? 
it means that matzah must be eaten after dark. But Shabbos and Yom Tif meals normally may be eaten before dark. Which means over there, if you listen to the Gemara cup, over there it's talking about Pesach. Right? So you think, what does Pesach have to do anything with Shabbos? Tarsavis comes and says, from the fact that he mentions by Pesach that matzah is eaten after dark, you can infer from that that on a regular Shabbos you don't eat after dark. You see how he takes it from the... He says you don't have to dark, which means that it's okay to eat Shabbos meal before dark, and it doesn't have to be after dark. Comes along Masechtas Ksubot, also Taisvis, which is important to know that Taisvis is not one man. Tosvot was not one person. There's many people who are the Balei Tosvot, so sometimes you'll have different Tosvot that don't agree with each other because it's two different guys. What does he say? When a father brings his daughter to get married during the period of Tosefet Shabbat, right? Which over here, 18 minutes, so we wouldn't assume it's not here. Let's say in Yushalayim, it's 40 minutes. The, father's, the father is bringing his daughter down to the chuppah 40 minutes before Shabbos. He's bringing her down to the chuppah, which is a time when no malacha is performed. But the prohibition against weddings does not apply yet. This implies that Tosefet applies only with respect to the prohibition against malacha, which means what he's basically saying, according to that Tosefet, just to make clear that opinion, is that Tosefet is a gray area. It's nishtahin, nishtaher. It's not fully Shabbos. And it's not not Shabbos. It's a time when you can't do malacha, but it's not actually Shabbos yet. What? No, so over here you're talking about in the times of the Gemara. So remember that they didn't do their weddings back then were not the weddings that we have today. Our weddings today are completely different than their weddings were. Our weddings today... What? Still made a kinyam. I'm saying our weddings today, we do every single opinion. Their weddings back then, who knows? Their weddings back then might have just been handing a ring or something, because that was, to them, that was enough. To us, because we want to be extra, to be machmer and all the opinions, we have like five steps to a wedding, where back then they probably only had one. The Kovach says, the two passages in Tosfot appear to disagree, since one holds that Tosefet applies to the mitzvah of eating the Friday night meal, while the other holds it applies only with respect to malacha. Meaning over here you see, there's two different Tosfot, like I was saying. You have Tosfot on Mesechtas Pesachim, Tosfot on Mesechtas Ketubot, and they argue with each other. So it seems like there's a problem. One guy says it's fully, one Tosfot says it's fully Shabbat. And the other Tosfot says, no, it's only a prohibition against Malacha, but it's not fully Shabbat yet. So the Magen Avram says, practically speaking, which generally when it comes to practical Halacha, that's what makes it a real great Posek. When we say, just to explain over here, when we say Rav Moshe Feinstein was an amazing Posek, you have to realize how amazing, how, what kind of a brain it takes. It doesn't mean he was an amazing posek that he knew different opinions. And a posek is somebody who needs to understand the world and people extremely well. It's not just somebody who has a good breadth of knowledge. It's somebody who can understand the world better than the average person. If he's an amazing posek, he's otherworldly. He understands things that people just don't get. So what does the Magen Avram say? Practically speaking, we have different opinions. Whether you're allowed to eat the meal of Shabbat before dark or not. And therefore, the psak is, ideally, it is good to be machmer to eat it after dark. So what does that mean? It means exactly what it sounds like. Ideally, you should always eat the meal of Shabbat after dark. If there's a scenario, for example, what does that mean, ideally? So you say, okay, you know, you're suggesting, but then what does that mean? It means if there's a good reason not to eat the meal of Shabbat after dark, then you can do it. Let's say, for example, there's somebody who's ill, that it's very hard for them to stay up, and it will be painful for them to stay up at night, and it'll have to be nighttime, absolutely, you should do it before dark, because the mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos, and enjoying Shabbos is very important, and if you're going to make that ill person, or that, uh, that person have to stay up late, then it's going to be a problem, it's not going to be good, so it's better to do it before dark. So it's, you're allowed to, but it's better not. In general, it shouldn't be something which, 
And that's what every here is also the achrayas, the responsibility of a posik, is that he has to realize that people sometimes could take that and then very quickly it snowballs into it's totally fine to eat before dark. Meaning we don't eat the Shabbat meal before dark, but if there's a scenario where someone needs to, then that would be fine. In the yeah. House, in the house, sometimes it brings the meal, you set out the meal and the Exactly. Yeah. Like different things like that. Exactly. Maybe you couldn't find exactly. The Mishnah Bura Paskins, according to the Magen Avram, exactly what we just said. Ideally, always good to eat the Shabbos meal after it is dark already. So the need for Tersefet Shabbat, how much do you need? Right? So Tosfot says you only need a small amount. Okay? According to Midaraisa, like Ruby said, you only need a small amount. If it would be 60 seconds. So for example, many people today, because it's the 18 minutes, is sometimes you're at the end of the 18 minutes and everyone's rushing and this work. and that. They're what? They come home from work and it's right before Shabbos. Yeah. So Midaraisa... Midaraisa, according to Taisvis, you're fine if you do it just a little bit before. Just a little bit before the time, that's considered good enough. Others hold that you need two to four minutes. The Chaya Adam says, Midarabanan, he should accept half an hour. The Menuchas Ava says that according to Midaraisa, it should be five to ten minutes. In most cities in Israel, Shabbos is 20 minutes. That's how we got to, by the way, the whole idea of 18 minutes. In general, Israel was doing 20 minutes. The world went with that. Piskechuva says, the reason for the 20-minute custom is that the Yireim holds Bein Hashemashot this 20 minutes before sunset. So what's the source of why we do 18 minutes, 20 minutes? Is because there's an opinion which says that Bein Hashemashot is 20 minutes before. So in order to go to all the opinions and make sure that we're lighting good, we do 18 minutes. And then a separate question is what's the earliest time you can accept Shabbos, right? Because you obviously cannot accept Shabbos Thursday afternoon. You can't accept Shabbos Friday morning. The earliest time is Plaga Mencha, right? And these times, you need to check the time every single week is different, right? I'm sure you know for all the Zmanim, it has a list. Today you have apps, today you have everything you can get. You can have exactly where you're located, your location. Only from Plaga Mencha and on can you take in Shabbos. You cannot take in Shabbos any earlier. If you light Shabbos candles before then or have a Shabbos before then, it's nothing. It's just a regular weekday that you cannot add on to, okay? Thank you.